you guys know him well. Uh, I'm just going to bring him on the line, and we'll catch up with Mr. L.W. Good morning, Lionel. Good morning, and welcome back to the Hair Radio Morning Show. Good morning. <laughs> yes. Always. How are you? <laughs> yes, we're doing. We are doing just great. It is it's nice to have you with us. We are so so pleased. And I have to say, we always check in with Lionel. I mean, there's so much going on, so we're going to kind of just jump on in. And I first wanted to kind of uh to to ask you. I don't know if you heard the piece uh right before we went on or right before we went into the commercial. We're talking about this whole Kirk Franklin situation, it just kind of blew up over the weekend. Um, anything you want to add in? Are, are you aware of what's going on out there with that? Have you heard any um, of that, I've, uh, Lonel? I've been seeing stuff. I haven't, like, watched any of the videos and stuff, but I've been seeing stuff online about um, the interaction or whatever with his son. But I haven't actually, with his son, I haven't actually listened to it, though. But I know uh, <laughs> okay. going left, right, and... <laughs> And all around, um, with their awesome, opinions. Yes. Um, I have to awesome. some of that, but I have to still go back and okay. listen to the the recording. Okay, brace your ears. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I've got to say. And listen, I'm just going to tell you, from my perspective, folks out there, if you just kind of tune in on in, uh, we're talking with the amazing Mr. Lionel Williams this morning, who's just joined us. Uh, we're just so happy to have you with us, Lana. We were kind of chatting in the last segment about uh, Kirk Franklin, this whole thing over the weekend where his son, a uh, 33-year-old kid, uh, leaked uh, some audio of a real, real tirade uh, from Kirk Franklin. And it just kind of – it kind of goes against what his whole, you know, uh, image is supposed to uh, be. But I think for me, I I – I don't see anything wrong with what Kirk did, and, and to me, it didn't warrant an apology. I'm sorry. That's my apology there. <laughs> I don't think it warranted an apology from him, from me, because uh, it's a yeah. whole topic. So, Kids get out I'm of sorry, that's... time, and parents will cuss you out. Exactly. Okay. I mean, I, I think, <laughs> right? So I think for, you know, to, I, I just, I don't know what was, to me, what any child, it just seemed like the, the the kid just wasn't appreciative of the hard work that it's not easy to become famous and to be, you know, to to have that. And then to, to publicly embarrass your parent, oh, man, it just reminded me of the whole mommy dearest thing going on, you know, so I don't know. More will come out. Well, anyway, we did not invite you here, Mr. Lionel Williams, the man behind 3LWTV.com, the man who is so much out there in the way of what's happening. And, you know, you've always been in the the middle of just about everything going on out there in the world, uh, especially in entertainment, all that wonderful good stuff. So we're going to weigh in with you this morning on quite a few topics. But first, I kind of want to kick off, Lionel, with you, for those few folks who might not be as familiar with what you do at 3LWTV, can you please tell us a little bit more about your amazing brand? Oh, well, thank you. Uh, Well, 3LWTV basically was something that I started a few years ago, um, almost like a decade ago, uh, when I saw it. Has it been that long? Oh, my. Yeah. Yeah, because wow. I took a break for a couple of years, but it was over a decade ago. It was like 11 years ago. Right, time flies. Wow. But I wasn't yes, seeing you know, representation of, of the black LGBT community, not in a positive light, or if they, if they were out there, they were extensions of the white community. And I was like, no, that's not the, the world that I see and live in. So I just began starting to document some of that stuff. And then it just started to go Um um, you know, watch all the videos and interact with me, and then that led to some uh, uh, some stints with CBS television uh, to do some stuff out in L.A. for covering red carpets on the award shows. And, uh, and then I took a break, like I said, and then I relaunched now. And then I now – and I also do travel videos. And then 
uh, I started a book club, so where I'm trying to feature primarily uh, African American authors uh, that may that you may or may not be familiar with, not necessarily the big popular books, but books that touch me. So that's where we are now. We just relaunched the site at the beginning of the year, and uh, the book club's going well. We're in our, our second selection right now, uh, and people have been responding very favorably. The book we're reading is called um, uh, Shadows of Exile, and it's a novel based on uh, an African gentleman who was part of the Mansa Musa royal family in Gambia years ago, and there was a, when the government coup happened and his brother, he That's and his right. brother were able to escape when his uncle murdered his parents. So he chronicles all this in wow. the book. And it's, it's just an amazing story. So that's what we've been up to lately, just, you know, working with the book club and, and getting these powerful and beautiful stories out there. Well, first of all, uh, Lionel was very, very nice. And he's telling you all about uh, the book club and all that, which is wonderful. But we, we've got to really make sure folks are aware. I had a chance to go to your site, 3LWTV.com, uh, which I absolutely love. And I love what you have done with it. I have to tell you, I don't often get a chance to visit everything, you know, all the time. But um, I was really quite impressed, especially about the book club. And we have to really inspire our community and remind us to read. You know, we have to. That's how we learn. And uh, particularly your, uh, the way that you set it up where folks can take part, they can easily take part in it. A lot of these book clubs, they're really, they're not as cohesive in what they're trying to get across. And, you know, and some of it is, you know, we don't feel a part of what they're trying, their message. And I think what I got from visiting uh, 3LWTV.com about the book club was that you've got it together and you're very welcoming. And I think this is awesome. You're doing an awesome job there, and I'm so proud of you. So thank you so much on that level. Mr. Lana Williams. for the LGBT, everybody. I'm sorry? Oh, no, I said thank you so much for all that you're doing. Oh, no. My pleasure. You know, and the job. I just wanted to be a a resource for all communities. And it's not just, you know, it's not just LGBT authors, et cetera, but – uh, I just, like I said, I wanted to be a resource for, for everyone. Awesome. Now, Lonel, we have got to get into a few topics this morning, and we've not really covered this with you, so we're going to just kind of jump on in. And for you guys who are just tuning in, we are live this morning. It is Tuesday morning, March 16th of 2021. It's our show number 538. And shortly I'll bring back to the line a couple of our fan contributors who might have a question that they want to ask you as well, Mr. Lionel Williams. Uh, we okay. have Mr. Harlem, Will, and uh, Miss Terry out of Georgia. So speaking of which, now, where are you based these days, L.W.? Where are you based, Mr. Lionel Williams? Uh, Atlanta. I'm also like Miss Terry. I'm in Georgia. Down here, we, oh, where yeah, we don't I, have pandemic. We're open, open wow. down here in Georgia. We, yeah, we don't have pandemic. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know if you paid attention to any like thing online, but everywhere you go is like open, open. I'm like y'all are crazy, so I'm right here in my wow. house in Atlanta. Okay, in yeah, Atlanta. Dude, I guess I'm still from the old days. Yeah. Well, listen, I am happy to have you. I have got to ask you about this interview uh, that aired over the weekend. We've been talking about this on today's broadcast. Whole bunch of Bill Cosby talk. We're doing a special series. Uh, segment within the series called Talking About Cosby. Uh, And so today, you know, if you play back today's broadcast, you'll hear at the very top of the show a wonderful piece on on that. Uh, So I've got to get you to weigh in, Lonel, um, on not just Bill, but the Oprah connection um, with regards to the interview that she did on the Royals this weekend. Like, uh, let me just start there. Did you catch any of that interview um, had you heard about it? Yeah, you know I watched. Oh, come on now. <laughs> but yes. like you know, I've always been, you know, um, blessed by her friendship. I, I'm going to always support, you know. But when I tell you, she just knocked it out of the park with this interview. She was so delicate with them, and so you just wanted to open up and tell. And Megan was just spilling it, wasn't she? Both of them actually were just spilling yes. it. So I thought it was just brilliantly done. It wasn't a, uh, 
an attack on anybody. I didn't feel like it was an attack on anybody. I just felt like people were speaking their truth. Now, there are multiple sides to the truth because we, we, I don't really understand. <laughs> uh, you know, we didn't hear what the royal family has to say. They they come out with a bunch of scattered press releases. But I'm sure they've got some perception because they probably don't believe that they're racist, whatever. But um, I thought uh, – <laughs> I thought um, – right. I thought it was it was very well done. I thought that Megan really I think I think she spoke her truth. She wasn't trying to take anybody down. She was just trying to like leave me the hell alone. If you're not going to protect me, then all I have is the truth. And um I thought Harry was great too because you know, he saw them he saw them kill his mother. So I thought mm. it was very brave of him to be to step away. He's like, No, I'm not gonna have this repeat itself and happen to my family again. So, um I I I thought I thought they all three did a good job. Well, I have to say, I, I was watching the television over the weekend as well, and after the fallout, I think I just caught a glimpse of Harry's brother, uh, Prince William, walking, uh, doing some kind of media junket type thing, and he's walking through this field, and uh, one of the reporters shouts out, is the, racist, is the royal family a racist, sir? Literally ask him like that. I mean, I cannot do a British accent, uh, but that's what it was. And he he quickly responded that the royal family was not a racist family. And so I just no, wanted to make sure that that was a... Did, he had his token black woman walking by him. Didn't you see her in the frame? Oh. I was like, oh, no, don't stop with the desperation. Oh. <laughs> You're racist. You've stolen and colonized everything around the planet. Get over it. Tell the truth. So that's how we can move forward. But trying to pretend like, no, 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 that you're not. Oh, not. I forgot. Yeah. We're going to have to remind everybody. <laughs> Mr. Lonel, uh, you always, I love that you speak the truth. Uh, you just put it on out there, and uh, and uh, I almost forgot that. So I uh, just want to remind you guys, if, you know, if you're not used to hearing things firsthand and getting it from the heart, then this is probably not the broadcast for you that you know so um i thank you so much for letting us have it uh, first thing this morning on the show and i just want to remind everybody because you touched on it just a moment ago uh oprah's not just a passing fancy you actually know the amazing oprah winfrey we've seen the videos we've seen the pictures mr Lionel williams what can you tell us about your connection with this media mogul superstar, Miss Oprah Winfrey, who seems to be experiencing a huge bump right now in all this with the interview. But what can you tell us about the amazing relationship that you guys have? Well, it's just it's just a blessing. You know, I met her. Well, she. I, well, I met her in the eighties. She met me maybe. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's been about eight years ago, and we initially connected through Twitter. I know that sounds crazy, but we did. Right. <laughs> we connected on Twitter, and then she ended up inviting me to her studio when she still has in Chicago to a taping of a show there. And then after that, the Harpo uh, Studios she, that we used to see on the talk show. Yes. So, but this wow. was after this was at, right after the end of the Oprah show. But she was still when she first launched OWN, and she was still doing. She still had the studio, and she was doing like uh, master class or life class, life class, I think it was. Uh, in the studio there. And uh, then then she just started inviting me to stuff, right? And we just kind of took it from there. And the rest, as they say, is history. But she's an amazing, um, well, as you know. But she is a, actually, what you see on camera is the same. You know, she's just really authentic and a straight shooter and very honest. And she really walks the walk. And that's one one of the reasons I always say that I'm so honored to be uh, in her orbit because she's just that way. She's she's what you would what you would imagine. Wow. Well, we just love getting an opportunity to uh, to be kind of introduced to uh, the amazing Miss Winfrey via Mr. Lionel Williams. So we're so happy about that, LW. Now I've got to say, um, and not just Oprah, but we were also talking a little bit, uh, um, you know, with the whole thing with the interview, and again. It's got what we say in the media, a lot of legs to it. This this story is still going on with Oprah and the the royals and all of this, and it's turned into a whole. It's getting kind of messy, 
Uh, for those of you who follow that. Yeah. Well, so we'll continue. Right? What was that, LW? I said racism is messy. Ooh, ooh, that's a good one. That's so, a good yeah, one. So, it, it will, so it is getting messy. You're right. Yes. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Wow. No, no. I, I love it. Okay. Yeah, it, it definitely, it's not neat and wrapped in a bow. And that kind of is, you know, and and this I did not tell you I'd be talking about, but I don't know for you guys out there who watch the talk. And there's this huge thing with Cheryl Underwood and uh, Mrs. O, um, uh, the musician's wife, and uh, just going through the whole thing about racism and the subtlety of it and all of this. And it's just it's just rearing its head from every which angle. Even, you know, you don't expect it to, um, but it's really, it's out there. So we'll, we're not going to go all into the whole thing with Cheryl Underwood and Mrs. O, um, but we're hoping that, that I just want to say kudos to Cheryl Underwood for my opinion, how she handled uh, the whole thing when racism about the, the gentleman uh, talking about Meghan Markle uh, over in Europe and the UK, uh, from the Good Morning Britain, I think it is, and he got up and walked off the set after he really, uh, let's just say he's not a big fan of Meghan Markle, we'll put it that way, and Mrs. O <laughs> uh, from the talk TV shows that she was going to stand by him and kind of stuff, it just blew up the whole big thing. So, you know, it just comes to mind when you say racism is messy. I, I really like that. You're absolutely right. Lonel. Yeah, and that, on that of, show, yes. that, that, oh, that was Pierce Morgan. Remember, he used to be on CNN yes, years Morgan. ago, and then, and then he, he stormed out. And yeah, that was, I thought Cheryl did a great job with the way she handled that. And I love Sharon Osbourne, don't get me wrong, but she was out of pocket. But this is, to me, this is a yeah. whole collection. It's just, it's a whole cyclical. I've been saying this for a couple of years now that, you know, this whole white supremacy is slowly dying on the vine. It's trying to do everything. It's like on life support, right? So it's doing everything right. it can to fight for its life. But, honey, it's been 400 years. The mess is crumbling. Just embrace it because we ain't stopping. The foot is on your neck <laughs> for once, <laughs> and we're not True. stopping. So, um, yeah, I, save me your tears. But good job, Cheryl. Yes. I think so, too. I, and I've got to say this. Cheryl really – I mean, because um, I follow Cheryl a little bit, and I see her comedy, and Cheryl, in my opinion, and lovingly saying, she has a, a mouth on her. So if Cheryl wanted to really go in, I think she could have really cut her to shreds, but I don't think that was the intention. I think she really genuinely loves uh, Sharon Osbourne, and I think that that was demonstrated, and she showed compassion because Mrs. Uh, o didn't seem like she was aware or maybe she was, I don't know. She seems to be pretty forthright. So when she says she's unaware, maybe she was, because, you know, a lot of folks who don't live race every day, they don't. Uh, for yeah, those of true. us who are of color, we do. You know, it's what we wear. That's why our ancestors were brought to America, was based on their skin color. So we live racism every day. We don't get to take it off for a few minutes. And so uh, Cheryl, to me, was really trying to be understanding of that and respectfully, uh, you know, talk to Mrs. Uh, Osborne. And I, I tell you something, I think she'll come around as she has since apologized. And, and it'll take some time. You know, it's a lot of healing must take place. And first, education must take place. And so I think those components are there. And I think we just got to give it some time to work itself out. So, Lionel. I've got to ask you about, uh, you kind of touched on it a little while ago, which was the whole thing about the pandemic in Georgia. You are in mm -hmm. the Atlanta area down there in Georgia. And I've got to just say, uh, you know, um, how are you faring? Because you've, you know, you've been through a lot as well with all that you're doing out there with 3LWTV.com. Has it has it affected you? Let me just say that. Has it affected you so much being through going through this pandemic, as it were? It has a it has affected me, but not necessarily in a bad way. Because you know, mm. I'm typically used to extreme travel. You know, my my whole schedule is just like I'm all over the place all the time. So over the past year, there's been uh, a significantly reduced travel schedule. And it has allowed me to actually get into a routine at home. And I've actually been able to 
enjoy it. I've been able to eat better. I've been able to focus on certain things. I've been, so I've been able to get into a routine, which has been uh, um, foreign to me for many years because I'm always trying to hustle and do everything on every different time zone. So the fact that I could I get up and go to bed at the same time every day was like, oh, this is, I forgot what this is like, this normal life here. So in that aspect exactly. of it, it hasn't been um, necessarily bad for me. Um, but I have been staying home for the most part. I may get out and ride my bike, but I'm not congregating in these restaurants and at these clubs and these kids and <laughs> I'm trying to stay away from people. I'm like, uh, uh, uh. I'm not, this is not a yeah. political thing, people. This is like for real. <laughs> people are dying. Yes. So I have yeah. been, um, you know, diligent about keeping my distance. But in, I mean, I, but it has, so in that, in that aspect of it, it hasn't been necessarily bad for me because it's enabled me to, to get still and to recalibrate and to, you know, take a deep breath and kind of just relax and, and go. Uh, but uh, I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm hoping that we kind of get the message so we don't have to repeat this mess again on a larger scale. And But you've got to put yourself on your schedule. You've got to make time to find some points of joy, listen to nature, something. There's a bigger lesson in all this. It's not just about, you know, the economy shutting down. But um, but I've been faring well to answer your question. I mean, it's been, it's been okay. Awesome. Been well, glad. we're happy to hear that. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, what we're going to do, we're going to take a little tiny bit of a break. And I, I want to kind of bring back on uh, Will Powers from Harlem, New York, Harlem Will. And also Miss Terry, who I believe is from down in your neck of the woods uh, in Georgia. So we'll get them on and kind of weigh on in with some of the things that they might have to ask and talk about and just join in our conversation. But when we do come back after the short break, I want to talk to you, Mr. Lionel, about your amazing connections. We've seen the pictures. And let me just tell you, folks, Lionel, you know just about everybody, everybody. But you yourself have a connection with the infamous Bill Cosby. That's all I'm going to say. And we're going to have you to clarify that in just a moment or two as we continue right here on the Hair Radio. Is that not a good teaser or what? So uh, we want you to stay with us on the Hair Radio Morning Show. I think what we'll do, we'll take a quick music break. Um, It'll be a three-minute song, folks. Do not leave us. We'll be right back. And when we come back on... uh, I think uh, we'll have Mr. Lionel to kind of respond to that uh, that whole thing, and I think you're going to be just surprised about uh, about what you hear. So stay with us, folks. Uh, we're going to be right back again. We've got the amazing. Uh, we've got some great songs and stuff lined up. This is Michael Jackson. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Classic song on the Hair Radio Morning Show again. More with Lionel right after this. I'm feeling you on how I feel. Gonna set your mind. Don't you dare jump on, jump on, get on me.
Hi, my name is Ajak Deng. I am 27 years old and I've been modeling for seven years now, eight years. Hi, my name is Nyad Kim Garowicz. I am 25 years old and I've been modeling for two years. Hi, my name is Leomi Anderson. I'm 24 years old and I've been modeling for nearly 11 years now. Hi, my name is Kadia Diaz. I'm 21 years old and I've been modeling for two and a half years now. Uh, this one girl asked me one time, she's like, is it true that when black people take a shower or like the dark black people take a shower, the water don't touch your skin? Like you don't, you don't feel the wet of the water in my skin, on your skin. And I was just like, huh? This doesn't make any sense to me. Like you get in the water, you're going to get wet, despite of your black, yellow, purple. One of the instances is where I was waiting at a casting for three hours. They'd seen my face. I'd been sitting there amongst the other girls. And when I finally got into the casting, they say to me, sorry, um, we're not looking for any African people. And I'm just like, um, well, that's a three hours of my life I can't get back because of you kind of thing. And I was just literally like to them, you know, if you're going to be racist, let me just tell you one thing. My heritage is Jamaican, but we're all from Africa. And they're just like, ah. I'm just like, really? Like, it's the, the ignorance is just like so shocking. It, I had, I had so many crazy We're back live. You're listening to the all-new Hair Radio Morning Show. I'm Carrie Hines. It's Tuesday morning, March 16th of 2021. It's our show number 538 as we march towards show number 600, 600 on the Hair Radio Morning Show. And with me is my very, very special guest this morning. In our 8 o'clock spotlight, we are proud to welcome... Welcome back to the show, Mr. Lonel Williams. Lonel, good morning again, and welcome again to the broadcast. Good morning. It's a pleasure to be back always, and I'm having a good time. Hope you are, too. Yes. Yes, we are. Yes, and we got a lot more to get into. We are lucky to have you till 9 o'clock Eastern time today. Now, I want to bring to the line a couple of folks that are kind of joining us today. Uh, these are our fan contributors. For those of you who are just tuning in, it's your first time. You've never heard of the Hair Radio Morning Show. Uh, we want to kind of introduce you. We talk a little bit about hair, beauty, entertainment, everything right here on the show each day, Monday through, Monday through Friday from 6 in the morning till 9 o'clock live. And then we play the show back. We share it all over the world through our social media. So we are so excited and uh, just a wonderful thing each morning to share a little bit about our lives. You get a slice of my life every day from 6 in the morning till 9. So I think that's been awesome. And joining us on the line, um, we've got two folks. Harlem Will is a gentleman who, in his own right, is a radio show host, radio talk show host. And Miss Terry, who is a hairstylist, is joining us out of the uh, Georgia area. I just want to say good morning and welcome to you both as you join Mr. Lonel Williams on the line. Good morning again, Miss Terry and Harlem Will. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. All right. So I want to just jump. (laughs) Good morning. Exactly. Yes. So now Harlem Will, I understand you have a question for Mr. Lonel Williams, a leading uh, lead off question. Go right ahead. You've got the floor, Harlem Will. Sure. All right. Let's space out, space out. Let me get the floor. All right. Uh, let me, how you doing, Mr. Lionel Woods? Um, I have a question. Um, yes, I had a question about, it, it, speaking with the Meghan Markle thing, because um, I know my reaction to the whole ordeal that Meghan and Harry went through Uh as far as it, and I'm and I've noticed uh, speaking of which, uh, Carrie Hines is celebrating this the, as being the year of the woman, and then it being yeah. women's uh, women's month in March. I, I've noticed that the the outpouring um, of sympathy and uh, uh, you know people relating to the issue with Meghan Markle over there, uh, particularly Black women in Britain, uh, they were coming out and really starting to say that a lot of things that she that she was. Uh, revealing during the interview with Oprah wasn't so far-fetched. As a matter of fact, it's actually been in their faces for a while. So my re- my question to you, as being an American like most of us over here, and we've dealt with racism before, 
how how surprised were you about what um, Meghan Markle said during the interview with Oprah? Oh, wow, that's a good question. I personally, though, I wasn't surprised at all, and I think she was still holding back. I, I thought she executed mm-hmm. um, uh, a great amount of grace, and, uh, you know, and she. I thought she was still holding back, but I believe, I, I believe it's not far-fetched at all. Now, they may, you know, they may do it uh, – when I say do it, they mean they may handle or their racism a little differently – but it's still very much there because where did we get it from in the first place? So <laughs> from them. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I, yeah, so I don't, I don't think it's far fetched at all. And uh, yeah, I, I think that it's all, I, I think she was still holding back on some of the truth personally. Uh, yeah. That's how wow. I fe- that, that's how I felt about it as well. Go, uh, go ahead. Um, I think uh, Carrie wanted to jump in. I had one more question, but go ahead, Terry. It sounded like you wanted yeah. to jump in. Uh, no, no, no. You go ahead with the second question. Oh, okay, cool. All right. And as far as the, okay, because I noticed you and Miss Terry, because I love Jackson, I love Georgia and Atlanta. Um, I, you, you know, I have family down there. I've always wanted to visit down there. What has been the atmosphere um, around the Kirk Franklin situation? Because the, you know, it's a, it's southern it's a southern charm about Atlanta, about the southern states, particularly with Atlanta that I'm familiar with. And so when you see the the, the Kirk Franklin, you know, and his son jumping up in his face, what what has been like the the reaction of people in Atlanta about that situation? If it, if well, have they been talking about it down there? I don't know. Uh, have they been talking about it down there as well, L.W. Lonell? Have they been talking oh, yeah. about this? I, I know. Talking. They've been talking about it. It's kind of like after you eat a good piece of barbecue and you start licking your fingers, that's kind of what people are. Yeah. They're like, mm, they are favorite. You know, because we always love to see somebody else's mess. So especially oh, people right. on some like pedestal. <laughs> so Atlanta's no different. Right. <laughs> we just put a little more seasoning wow. in ours. Well, listen, oh, I tell you, I, this is, yeah, this is uh, just something else about that. I tell you, and we're going to continue to follow this whole thing uh, with the whole Kirk Franklin situation. As far as, uh, again, I'm concerned, and I think for most of black America, I think I'll speak in a monolithic kind of way. Um, you know, this, uh, I, I still my my I'm team Kirk Franklin. I'm sorry. Uh I wish uh, healing for his family, but I am definitely on the side of Kirk Franklin and you know, I don't care if he used every expletive uh known to mankind. I think it was uh I think it was fitting for me. So just what I've learned of the situation. And as you pointed out earlier, Miss Terry, there you know, there's probably more to the story. So I'll, you know, kind of believe that, and more might come out. Uh, more might come out, but um, from what I've heard, I'm going to weigh in and just kind of he gets my vote uh, this morning on the Hit Radio Morning Show. So that I pretty much wanted to say. Uh, now, Miss Terry, what <laughs> part of Georgia are you in? Uh, I am in Decatur, Georgia. Decatur, okay. Decatur. And for those of yes. us who are oh, yes. not so in that area. Yes, Atlanta oh, area. Oh, see, for, I'm in Brooklyn, New York. Let me just put that out there. <laughs> we got everybody <laughs> from all over, so I just wanted to make sure that's clear. You know how normally uh, Harlem Will is on, and I'm on with folks from New York, and we usually, you know, we kind of know that we're all in New York, uh, be it different boroughs and things like that. But when uh, we have folks who are on from Georgia and stuff, you know, for those of us who are up north, we don't necessarily know all the – particulars about it so thank you so much uh for kind of enlightening us and it's just it's nice now lonel you're not from uh the georgia area originally tell everybody where you're from and how did you get on this journey out to hollywood how did all that uh work out oh no how did it turn out yeah it turned out fine i was born in san francisco raised between there and oakland across the bay and then i went i got into entertainment out of college uh i moved to 
uh, L.A. to attend college, and that's where I got into the entertainment industry and where I made my connection with Bill Cosby that we'll be talking about. <laughs> that was the tease earlier, <laughs> your connection with uh, the infamous Bill Cosby. Okay, well, we better go in and clear that up for everybody. Uh, for If you're just joining us, we were talking about the whole thing, this whole thing we call talking, uh, talking about Cosby, which is the show within a show right here on our broadcast of the Hair Radio Morning Show. So uh, folks have uh, been on, and you'll play back this, this broadcast you'll hear at the top of the show with Harlan Will. We're doing a whole thing about Cosby, and we've been kind of in and out weaving this whole thing about Cosby on the show. But you do have a legitimate connection. All right, Mr. Lana Williams, our very special live guest today on the Hair Radio Morning Show, uh, third hour. What can you tell us about your connection? with the amazing, okay. uh, the infamous Bill Cosby. Yeah, it was. Uh, well, <laughs> actually, my, 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 the way I'm connected with, actually, is my very first job out of college was on the set of A Different World, which was a spinoff of the Cosby show, which he was the executive producer and co-creator of. And so... Um, the so hit TV show. Our, we just want to make that clear. Yes. It's a t- the TV show A Different World. I worked on the set of that show. And, you know, he came out a couple of times, uh, uh, throughout, I was there for three seasons, three of the five seasons. Wow. He was out there. He came out once or twice, um, but most of the time he would send a surrogate like Felicia Rashad or one of the other kids to make a guest appearance on the show. Uh, it, he, if he came to town, it was usually to do something with a network because our producer, uh, Debbie Allen, probably had something that had the network all up in arms because she was blackity, 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 black. <laughs> she wanted to make yes. sure that the HBCU experience, as she experienced it, was truly reflected. And we so, love you know, her. The, yes. the network, the network was not always trying to hear all that kind of stuff. So they were all up in arms about right. stuff, and so she would let them go on and on and on. And next thing you know, Bill Cosby would show up, and she would get her way. And the rest is history. And we're grateful and better for it. <laughs> yes. Well, I tell you, that is just. Uh, I mean, I I remember looking at that series, and it was groundbreaking back then. It really was. And it just, you know, and I love that you had to be, because they kind of moved that uh, there was another show that was airing after the well-known Cosby show. And so yeah. when, I guess this show was developed, how did, so what they moved that, how did that all work, or how did it, that come to be? Yeah, so before, originally when Cosby aired, there was a show called Family Ties that came on after it, starring Michael J. Fox and Meredith Baxter Right. And, uh, well, since Cosby was such a juggernaut and it was really reviving the network, of course, Bill Cosby had all the clout at the network. So when he decided he was going to create a spinoff, he wanted it in that time slot after his show. And so it was Family Ties had to go somewhere else. Because what was NBC going to wow. tell him, well, no, we're, not, we're sorry, no. No, he's like, no, we're not having that. So, you know, he had enough clout and pull because he he didn't just have the biggest show on the network. He had the biggest show in television. So uh, sure. that's how he ended up getting, you know, he had, a, that's part of the reason he was able to get the, the time slot and get that other bona fide hit moved to another night and put in a different wow. world. Well, I have to say, not only does Mr. Lana Williams, our guest today on the Hair Radio Morning Show, uh, do you have that amazing connection? And, of course, your amazing connection with the one and only Miss Oprah Winfrey, shall we say. But also, Lanelle, you had an opportunity, a very unique opportunity, to meet former President Barack Obama. And if that's not good enough all by itself, also Michelle Obama, the former First Lady. <laughs> so can please... <laughs> Take a moment just to tell our listeners about this experience, because many of us have not, you know, I didn't know anybody who knew uh, the Obamas or had the opportunity to meet the Obamas personally until now. But share with all of us um, your wonderful connection, um, the opportunity you had to to say hi to the Obamas. Uh, Well, certainly. I initially didn't, you know, I I always wanted to meet them as well. But, you know, after they've been in the White House, you're not just going to stroll up on them in Target or something. There's a whole (laughs) level of security around them. True. This is true. That's uh, absolutely right. Oh, my goodness. 
Well, it turns out that um, President Obama was uh, hired to speak at, I guess he was hired, well, he was featured to speak at something at, at the company that I work for, and I was, I was assigned to, to go to Hawaii as part of the crew to pick him up and bring him back to the mainland for this event. Oh, so such a tough him. job, Lionel. Such yeah. a hard <laughs> job. It was incredible. Right. And Mrs. Obama was with him. The dogs were with them, Sonny and Bo. And we spent two days with them, and they were just absolutely everything I'd hoped for. I mean, I got to talk to him about any and everything. He was asking me all kinds of questions. Mrs. Obama was engaging and asking me all kinds of stuff. It was great. And even I made a – just to give you a, a hint of, like, their – their character. I made a slight mention. I told Mrs. Obama at that time, this is when her book first launched, that um, I had gone to see her because Oprah, she had Oprah did a thing in Chicago with, uh, when the book first launched. And I was telling her that I was at, it, at that event. And she says casually, and she says, you know, we don't come, we're coming to Atlanta. And I was like, well, you know, I don't know if you're aware, Mrs. Obama, but you, that's been sold out. <laughs> and so she kind of chuckled. <laughs> and I didn't think anything else about it or whatever. And that was like in January, and she got to Atlanta Mother's Day weekend in that in May, and literally her office contacted me and said, "Mrs. Obama would like to know if you'd still like to be her guest at um, the Atlanta show." I was like, "Shut the front door!" And so, wow. <laughs> and so, wow. And so, it was Mother's Day, so I flew my mom out from California, and I've been the winning son since. But <laughs> yeah, of course, <laughs> of course, amazing, amazing event. And then recently, uh, you know, Mr. The President's book just came out. And so he sent me a yes. signed copy of it, and I got was able to get my mom a signed copy of his book also. So they're just genuine, oh. connected people. That's the point I'm trying to get across. They're not just like a normal like celebrities that are kind of just wave you off, but they really do have a personal connection, uh, and they maintain that, and they have good memories. <laughs> yes, so, they yeah, seem to. It's, it's been a wonderful ride. Wow. Well, you know, you have not just spoken with the Obamas and Oprah Winfrey and all these amazing people, but you also, I mean, I look at a lot of uh, what you're doing, and, and we can follow a lot of this at 3LWTV.com. I just want to remind everybody of that and your amazing book club, the, the work that you're doing over there, but also the fact that you have really mixed it up with these folks. I mean, if I toss out a name, I want you to just tell us what comes to mind when I mention this name to you. Um, let's 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 just jump in with Mr. John Travolta. What comes to mind? Coolest dude in the universe. Coolest dude in the universe. Mm. Uh, I, I, he, you know, he did a thing. I did a, a thing with him. Uh, we were in this program. He was a spokesperson for the program, and I got to fly with him into his. You know, he has a house in Florida that has has its own private runway strip. So we actually flew the jet into his house. And uh, it was, and then we spent the day at his home, and then we took, we went back the next day, and it was just, he's just a really cool, wonderful guy. That's uh, that's why I keep calling him. And I always tease him when I'm around him. I say, you know, you're the coolest dude in the universe. And he's like, what? What's a what? And he says the same thing. Well, why? But he just is. He just has that presence where he can make you feel like you're the only person in the room, even if there's a hundred people in the room. Just and this was it. right like during the time that I believe his wife, she's since passed on, uh, was sick and battling cancer, if you will. And, uh, yeah, and we John had no idea. Yeah. We had no idea. Yeah. She came Is that out right? Lovely. Yeah, yes, exactly. Uh, we were at their house, and she was she was just like the hostess with the most, and she was very sweet. And she and I sat on the side chatting for a little bit, uh, and nobody had any idea. Wow. No idea that she was it. But yeah, she was just just such an elegant, graceful trooper. Well, you are hearing it right here on the Hair Radio Morning Show today. One other name I have to toss out uh is Miss Janet Jackson. Now we played Michael Jackson. I thought that you'd appreciate that playback uh, you know, the the throwback <laughs> song of Mr. Michael Jackson. You have been someone who has been closely connected with the amazing Jackson family. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about those connections? Oh, yeah, for years. You know, I've always, like many people in my generation, grew up loving Michael. I grew up loving Janet, uh, the whole family. 
when I moved to L.A., I did have a chance to connect with uh, Michael mostly. Uh, and then later I was able to connect with, with Janet. And then uh, a college friend of mine, Kim Fields, who you may remember, the actress from Facts of Love. And, <laughs> yes. and yes. Uh, she's got a new show coming out on Netflix. Um, she, of course, she knew Janet as well. So uh, I, I was able to have some interactions with Janet through Kim. And uh, for a few years there, I got to spend a lot of time around them. And then I did haven't seen I hadn't seen Janet in years. But uh, last year, I think it was last year, last summer, she did a residency in Las Vegas. So I got to uh, speak with her after that show briefly, and that was a lot of fun too. But yeah, I've always loved her, always will. Lano, can you please repost these beautiful pictures that you have, especially with you and Janet and. A lot of the things that you have out there with Kim Fields, um, and there's this big video that I even shared recently uh, on Facebook on the Carrie Hines page with Kim uh, Kim's mother, who played uh, two, uh, who played Janet's mom on Good Times for you guys times, go yeah. way back. Yeah, she was the Iron Woman. Uh, you know, you guys remember that show. And uh, so she and Kim were talking in the video, and I just loved it so much. And it's of today where they're both talking about Janet being on the show. And I hadn't seen that before. It's out there on, across social media. And I'll try to reshare it. But put up some of those amazing pictures. And, Lonel, how can folks – I know that we can always go to 3LWTV.com and stay on top of your books, but will you put some in, some more things out there? You've got such a wonderful career, and you've got the receipts, as they say. Uh, you really yeah. do. You've got the pictures. I mean, nobody can yeah, deny of, that. You're right. Uh, well, a lot of that stuff is definitely on my Instagram page, which is 3LWTV. Okay. Everything is 3LWTV across social media, but you can definitely find the pictures, and then there's a – I didn't mention it earlier, but I have a, a – Zoom a short Zoom conversation with President Obama and now President Biden. Uh, that's uh, on there. Get that out I, of here! I a, yeah, I did a Zoom with them like during the campaign, uh, and I was speaking to both of them very briefly. Uh, but it was cute. Um, but that's well, share that today, so we can put that on out to our fans of the Hair Radio Morning Show. I think that okay, is I'll just send it over awesome. To I'll send it over to yeah. you, but yes, uh, but all that's on my Instagram. Uh, that's probably the easiest way to find it. It's also on my Twitter and on my Facebook, but then you got to dig around for it there. But Instagram, you oh, should be able to see stuff quite easily. And again, but it's yeah, at 3LWTV. Yes. Everything across social media. Everything, yes. Google me, and Yeah, so this has been, I have to tell you, every time you come to town here at the Hair Radio Morning Show, we don't know quite what we're going to get. (laughs) We don't know. uh, I mean, you're just awesome with all these amazing stories. It always keeps us uh, totally in, you know, we're just enthralled. And I have to say, the, the circle that you're in, they are always making news. You know, when you come to the show, there's always something Every time I can say, well, what Oprah Winfrey is up to, and, uh, you know, and you one of those, uh, I call you one of the ambassadors out there for OWN and all that other wonderful good stuff. You're doing some amazing things to help, uh, you know, to always shine the light, on, and, and it's so very needed in this community. Good stuff. 3LWTV.com. Anything we can expect that you, you know, before we close out that you want to, kind of tell us what we can look forward to coming up or what you'd like to bring to 3LWTV? Um, I've got some more some more exciting interviews lined up, and I've got another, a new book selection coming in the, in two weeks right after I post the interview with the current guy, the current author, Momar Njai. Oh. And um, other than that, just taking it, you know, I'm looking forward to getting back to some travel, bringing some more travel destinations to people, and, and hopefully encouraging them to get out. Uh, get out. There's a whole life out there to be lived, and I just want people to live it to the fullest because, you know, people are dropping like flies, so you better get busy As living. As women, it seems like we carry the weight of the world on our shoulders, and that weight is directly balanced between your two feet. And with this balancing act, who do you think is suffering? It's not the kids. It's your feet. While running errands, paying bills, or dodging traffic, you could be ruining your feet. Wearing the wrong shoes for the wrong period of time can cause more damage than you think. 
Hammertoe and bunions are the leading deformities in black women, and Dr. Yolanda Raglan is the first black and only female podiatrist with practices dedicated solely to the correction of these type of deformities. So let this black girl do some magic and fix your feet. For more information, visit FixYourFeet.com, providing medically necessary surgery with a cosmetic result.